Glory to God. Are you ready to receive the word of God? Are you ready to receive the word of God? Hallelujah. You have, to, you, you have to be happy in order to receive the word of God. The Bible says, man shall not live on bread alone, but from every word that comes from the Lord. Amen. Glory to the Lord. Close your eyes, please. Holy Spirit, move in this place. Holy Spirit, come, touch our hearts. Speak to us. Open up our hearts to have understand and revelation of the word, Lord. I rebuke in this place all distraction. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, speak to us and move here. This is my prayer. And we open up our hearts to listen from heaven. Lord, use me as one instrument to deliver your word here today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are in the middle of our 21 days annual fast. Are you fasting? Yeah? Yes, are you fasting? Oh. And we, we finished the first week. And tomorrow we are starting the second week of our fasting. Did you have a headache this week? <laughs> Some discomfort? Because when we are fasting, wow, it's not easy. If you really fasted, if you gave up coffee, some things that you are used to drink, or teas, or maybe some kind of food, you are going to have some discomfort. But it's very powerful when you fast, as we are going to, to listen today. And are you fasting? Okay, at the end of this fast, I'm going to bring a scale. And I'm going to put it there. I'm going to weigh all of you <laughs> to check. Yeah? I'm going to check. <laughs> because if you are fasting, man, you are going to lose weight. Of course you will. <laughs> but I'm joking, of course. Um, because fasting, this fasting is very healthy. Did you know? Years ago, when I born again, I used to fast. And I was very criticized by many people. Why are you fasting? And nowadays, if you go to the internet, you are going to see doctors, experts saying, fast because it's good for your health. And the Bible told that two years, 2,000 years ago. Jesus taught about fasting. And five years ago, Moses was fasting. And fasting is healthy. You are going to lose weight. Amen? Amen? But this is not the purpose of fasting. This is diet. And I don't want you to, to have a diet. I want you to fast for a spiritual purpose. Amen? Because what is fasting? Is abstaining of food for a spiritual purpose. Can you say Amen? And at the end of this fasting, I know you are going to experience the supernatural of God. If you didn't start yet, maybe you can start tomorrow, right? Maybe you can start tomorrow giving up some delicious food, something that you really like. Not things that you don't like, I'm going to give up. 
But things that you really like, I'm going to fast. Fasting is a choice, but also a sign of obedience. It's a choice. You can choose. The, the great evangelist D.L. Moody, he said, If you say, I will fast when God lays it in my heart, you never will. You are too cold and indifferent to take Jesus' yoke upon you. The Almud said that Jesus expects us to fast in the same way that he expects you to pray. Do you think prayer is important in the Christian life? Yes or not? But the same way that prayer is important, fasting is important for the Christian. But not everyone believes that fasting has the same importance. Many people, they are praying. They are crying out to God, but not fasting. And Jesus, when he was here, he said, when you fast, when you pray... He didn't say if you fast or if you pray. When you fast, fast in the right way. When you pray, pray in the right way. When you give, give in the right way. Or you have to do the things but in the right way. In obedience, in the obedience to the God, God's word. And today's word, my, the, the word of today is fasting a neglected spiritual Weapon. Fasting is a neglected spiritual weapon. Fasting is a spiritual weapon that most Christians do not use. And because of that, their spiritual life are stagnant. This is the reason. Personally, I have seen huge breakthrough in my life. And many miracles happened as a period of fasting. And I learned that it, this, this weapon is very powerful. Since I born again, when I was 18 years old, a young man addicted to drink, porn, sex, and many evil things, drugs. And then as soon as I born again, I start fasting at least once a week. I learned that it was good. And then after that, I said, I'm going to fast more for two days fasting. Then I start fasting three days, just drinking water. No food, but drinking water. Then I start, then I had a period of fasting of one week. I said, wow, it's so much. No, you get used to it. And it's good and healthy. And then I start fasting more for two weeks. I said, with no food. And I did many fasting, 30 days. And then if you look in the, in the Bible, you are going to see. Daniel fasted 21 days. Esther fasted 3 days. Jesus fasted 40 days. And why church today doesn't fast anymore? And, and the Bible says that God reward those who diligent seek him. Because when you are fasting, 
You are not just giving up food. You are seeking to the Lord. Amen. This is why when you fast, you have to fast and pray. Because you need to give up something, but you have to have time with the Lord. And then, because you are fasting, you are giving up something that you really like. You are saying to the Lord, Lord, I love you more than the food that is waiting for me there. Amen? <laughs> fasting is a way to seek God and humbling yourself before Him. Amen? And I want... I want to, if you didn't start, or, or if you are not fast, or maybe you are lazy to fast. Some people, I'm not gonna, some people say, okay, I'm going to fast from 6 in the morning until 7. <laughs> some people say, I'm going to fast during the night. <laughs> and I listened from one church, sorry, one church, they taught their members to fast during the night. Then we are fasting every day. <laughs> yeah. Also, years ago, when I moved to Ireland, one leader, from one pastor, one minister in this town, we became friends. And then he, he used to visit me. And then he came to my house, and we started drinking tea. No, we start, I served the tea, and put some biscuit or something for him to eat. But I was fasting in that day. And I didn't eat anything. And then he was, he starts asking me, why are you not going to eat? Like, eat with me. I said, no, no, I'm not eating today. And he started asking, but why are you not eating? I said, I didn't want to say that I was fasting. Then I said to him, I am, I am fasting. He looked at me and said, why are you fasting? One pastor. Why are you fasting? I look at him and say, I am fasting because Jesus said for me to fast. <laughs> and then he said, I never fasted. No, he said, are you sick? Are you going to have some blood test? This is the reason you are fasting? He said, no, I'm fasting because fasting is one Bible teaching. It's something that the Bible teaches. And then said, talk more about fasting. I never fasted in my life. Never. I fast just once to, take, to have blood test. <laughs> and then I started teaching him. And then in the next week, he fasted. And then in two weeks, he was teaching his church to fast. Yeah? But nowadays, no one speaks more because we are in a, in a time that everybody wants to be happy, to enjoy life. But there are some things that you need to do before the Lord opens the doors of your life. Because fasting is a way that you can see God's moving in your life. And when you fast, you are humbling yourself and say, Lord, I need more of you and less of me. Amen? Can you say more of you? Less of me. More of you, less of me. Jesus fasted, and he taught his disciples about fasting a lot. And I want you to read that just one passage in the book of Matthew 17, verse 14 to 21. 
Matthew 17, 14 to 21. I'm going, to re I'm going to read and you can follow me or you can follow in your Bible. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to Jesus and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. He is one epileptic and suffers severely. And he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So, I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Verse 17. Then Jesus answered and said. What Jesus said? Oh, faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring me here to me. Verse 18, and Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then Jesus came, then the disciples came to Jesus privately. Pay attention. When no one was there privately, the disciples came and said, why could we not cast it out? Verse 20. So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For, for assuredly, I say to you, If you have faith as a mustard seed, You will say to the mountain, Move from here to, to there. And it will move. And nothing will be impossible to you. Whoever, whoever, let's read all together. This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. The Bible speaks about a man. A man. Who here are parents and you have children? Raise up your hand. If you are father or mother, you have a child. Many people here. Here one speaks about one man. He had a son. That he had been tormented. Are you with me? When you listen and you agree, say. Amen. In that, that father, he had a son. And he, that has been tormented by one evil spirit since childhood. How many of you have seen a person possessed by demons? Raise up your hand if you have seen. Just a few people. It's very sad. And, ter and for some people, terrifying. When you see a person possessed by demons. I have been working on deliverance ministry for many years. And I have set free hundreds of people from demons. And this father, like he was longing. Can you imagine? You have a child and your child possessed. Can you imagine? You have a son. 
And you are some possessed. And then the father brought it to the disciples. And said, please, set my son free. And some said, yes, okay. They prayed, 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 prayed. Nothing happened. The child is still possessed. Then the man came to Jesus and said, I ask help for your disciples, but they could not set my son free. Please do something. And Jesus came, rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the boy was set free. Hallelujah. And then Jesus go home. He entered. The disciples were all, all of them quiet. Then they go to Jesus and say, Jesus, why could we not cast out that demon? Why? You, you just spoke. And that the, 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 the child was free. We, we did the same, but it didn't work. And then... What happened? Jesus answered something to them. I'm going to read verse 29. Mark 9, 29. Jesus answered. First, because of your unbelief. First, because of your unbelief. Whoever, whoever. There is another point. Whoever, this kind can come out by nothing except, except, except. Then my beloved brothers, Jesus answered to them because of your unbelief. But there is one point, very important. This kind when you are dealing with demons. You, you need it not just to pray. But you need to put with prayer something together. Have you built a house? Or worked in construction? Sometimes if you have, you're going to build. You need in order to build. If you have just the sand. It's not enough. You need sand and cement. If you put sand and cement, what happened? Come hard, sticks. And then work. But if you try to build a house using just sand, it's not going to work. It's what Jesus said. Are you praying for your family? For the salvation of your family? Are you praying for the healing of your, your dear ones? Are you praying for some circumstance that you are going through? Are you praying for some papers that you need? Are you praying for some circumstance that you are going through? Are you praying for your marriage that is destroyed? Are you praying for your family they are lost? Are you praying for your son that are on the drugs or they are not saved? Are you praying for circumstances that are very difficult? Okay, but Jesus said... Prayer alone is not enough. This is what Jesus said. The disciples, they were praying. I know you were, you were praying. 
And this is why we are here. Because Jesus said, prayer is important, isn't it? Prayer is important. But in some circumstances, prayer alone is not enough. According to Jesus, there are some things that will not happen until we fast and pray. According to Jesus, not Pastor Marcio, okay? Not Pastor Marcio. According to Jesus, there are some things in your life will not happen. You will not receive until you pray. Okay, you pray. And to pray, many people pray. But he said, pray alone. In some circumstances, will not be enough. You have to pray and fast. Help me to pray. Look to the person next to you and say, I think you, you need to fast more. Look to the person. I think from today on, you, you need to start fasting. <laughs> say to the person next to you, I think God is speaking to you. <laughs> God, God is speaking to you, my brother. And say to him, to you, God speak to you also. <laughs> Amen. But now, let's see. I am talking that fasting is a powerful tool. I have seen many miracles. I have seen breakthroughs. I have seen people being delivered. I remember years ago, beloved brothers, I went, one woman called me because her daughter, she was 22 years old. So one, one woman, not a, not, not a child, 22 years old. And that woman became crazy, crazy. And then she started like going to the streets without clothes, 22 years old. And she should take their, her clothes and to walk on the streets. And she was, she, she had a normal life. She was totally normal. But she did something. She had bitterness in her heart. Then she entered in a relationship that she shouldn't enter. And then she did many wrong things. And then she became possessed. And then her mother, it was years ago, and her mother called me. Could you help me? Because my daughter, she's, she's lost. She's crazy. She's not eating. When I give food to her, she get the plate of food and throw on the walls. And she, she was a single mother. And she had a, a, a little child. It was three or four years old. And she even didn't recognize her child. It was terrible. And I went there to pray for the, her. And I prayed, I, in that time I wasn't pastor, I was working in a company, I was manager in a company in Brazil, and then I, I, I left my job, after my job I went to, went to, to the, her house to pray for her. And then, when I got there, then I, it was myself and another friend. And then I st we started praying, she got possessed, very uh, aggressive demon, and then I, I prayed, I stayed there for, for two, three hours, 
and nothing happened. Didn't work. She was set free, and then the demon back again. And then I said to my friend, we are not going to eat from today until Wednesday for three days without food. Jesus said, in certain circumstances, just pray, fasting and prayer. Just prayer is not enough. And then we fasted for three days. From Monday to Wednesday, without eating, just drink water. I remember today, I went there, and when she saw me, she shouted, What are you doing here? I hate you. I told him, I don't love you also. I don't love you. And when I speak, you have to obey me. Get out of here in Jesus' name. And she was set free. She was set free instantly. And then she recognized her child. And then she said to, to her mommy, Mommy, give me food. I am so starving. Because she was not eating. But it's very sad when we see someone possessed by demons. And Jesus said there are some circumstances. And you have been tormented by demons. Even you that are in church for a long time. When you go to the internet, to pornography, demons enter in your life and start disturbing you. And you need deliverance also. There are some circumstances in our life that we attract demons. Many people, they are not possessed, but they are under the influence of demons. Even people that used to come to church. Let's go to Matthew 17, 17. Because now Jesus is going to give you one key now. One revelation. And I want to share with you. Matthew 17, 17. Jesus answered and said. Let's read together. Oh, faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring me, bring here to me. Pay attention. Jesus said to, Jesus was talking to his disciples. He said to his disciples, O faithless and perverse. O faithless and perverse generation. Jesus called his disciples unbelievers and wicked. Unbelievers and wicked. In another words, Jesus was saying to his own disciples two things. In another words, Jesus was saying to, to them, you are faithless or you have no faith. You say that you have faith, but you, have, you don't. You say you say that you believe in me, but you don't. You believe in yourself. You believe in your strength. Because you say that you believe in me, but you don't give yourself. You say that you believe in me, but you don't serve me faithfully. This is what Jesus said. You are faithless. You are unbelievers. You are walking with me, but disconnected from God. You are walking with me. You say that you are a Christian, but you are disconnected from the Lord. You are disconnected. 
from the word of God. This is what Jesus said. You are faithless. You are disconnected from the word of God. And you are disconnected from my presence. Because, and because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. You will also experience fear. This is why you have fear. Depression. Anxiety. And hopeless. Then you cannot trust in God. You, when you go to the problem, circumstance, they say, oh, what to do? Then you go and ask help to anyone, to the government, to your family. You ask help, but you don't kneel before the Lord. You don't fast and say, Lord, help me. I need your help. Because my help comes from you. I trust you. It's easy to run after other things when you are in trouble. But we need to humble ourselves in fasting and praying, in prayer. The, the first thing Jesus said, you are faithless. And the second thing Jesus said to them, Jesus called his disciple what? No, the second, second. Second, perverse. Second, Jesus called his disciples perverse. Jesus, Jesus said, you are not connected to God, but you are connected to this world. This world perver pervert, perverted you. This is what Jesus said. This world contaminated you with sin. This is the reason. This world contaminated you with immorality. Where are, where are your eyes? With immorality, pornography, sometimes gossip, speaking about others. Rebellion. We are rebels. We don't listen to authorities. We don't listen to authorities in our, our job, in our school, in our church. No, we are rebels. And sometimes we are contaminated with this world with addictions. Addictions of, addiction of cigarettes, drugs. You have to abandon this sin. Because this sin is crushing, destroying your body and your life with God. And you should say, no. No. I used to do the same. I used to use cigarettes, drugs, drinking. And I said, Lord, I can be delivered. And the, and the Lord delivered me. And he can deliver you from all kinds of sin. And don't say that this is not a sin. This is a sin. And we need to repent from our sins before the Lord. Amen. We need to be sincere. You are faithless and perverse. This is the point. Read with me. Jesus said, you are faithless and perverse. But if you fast and pray, you will be Transform it. And the demons, you obey you. Wow. 
Beloved brothers, prayer connects you to God. Fasting disconnecting you to this world. Different thing. Prayer connects you to God. But when you are fasting, you are disconnecting to all these addictions that is destroying you. And we need to fight. There is no other way. You need to fight. Do you think some people say, I'm going to fast, but it's so hard. <laughs> I started fasting, then I had a headache. And then another day, I stopped. <laughs> I listened this day. I started fasting. Oh, then I had a headache. Then I, I stopped. No! You're going to have a headache just one day. One day or two days. Then at the third day, you don't feel anything more. I can guarantee you, because you are free. A lot of toxins that are in your body, when you are smoking, when you are taking a lot of coffee, or a lot of teas, there is a lot of caffeine in your body. And when you stop, you're going to have, oh, but after two days, you are strong, Amen. very strong. And this is why fasting is so healthy. Even the doctors are teaching, not just pastors. Doctors are teaching that. Prayer connects you to God. And fasting disconnects you to this world. And that's why we are challenging everyone to join in this 21 day of fasting. Amen? I am challenging you in this 21 days of fasting. Amen? Amen? If you didn't start, no problem. Start. You can start tomorrow. You can, if you didn't start, you can go home, have a, a nice dinner. But tomorrow you can start. Can you say amen? amen. <laughs> there are some people they don't want to say amen. <laughs> Would you like to say amen? amen? Is God calling you to fast? <laughs> Last week I was teaching about Daniel. If you didn't listen my past my last message, please go to the internet and you are going to find it and listen. That I talked about sacrifice. And I, I explained about Daniel. Daniel, he fasted for 21 days. 21 days. Are you with me? Amen. And after three weeks, what happened? One angel came. And said, because you continued fasting. Because you humbled yourself. Your prayers were heard. Because you continued fasting. And the Bible says, since in the beginning he started fasting, the Lord sent one angel. But it was a, a big spiritual war. And then in the 21st day, after three weeks, he received a visitation of one angel. Wow. Fasting and prayer move and change the spiritual realm. Can you? Can you? Okay, no, don't follow me there. <laughs> Pray, fasting and prayer move and change the spiritual realm. The angel came in response of Daniel's obedience. And sacrifice. Amen. Amen? Because fasting is a sacrifice. And our life is a life of sacrifice. Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, you have to, to die. Take up your cross. Come. 
If you don't die, you cannot be my disciple. Sorry. Then, can you see how fasting releases the unseen world? And I want to finish talking about um, uh, one principle in the Bible that shows that there is one connection between the physical action we do here and the spiritual power that is released. Or when you offer your body, ah, now it's here, okay. There is the, the connection between the spiritual action we do here and the spiritual power that is released. Or when you offer your body as a living sacrifice, Romans 12, 1. When you offer your body, Lord, I am offering my body as a living sacrifice. Then the Lord release the power. And the point is, it's not that God is not listening. And if you, if you don't eat, God is going to listen. No, this is not the problem. The problem is not with God. Who is the problem? Who is the problem? Don't appoint to your neighbor. Okay? Remember, when you point to your neighbor, you have three against you. Okay? If you say, oh, you have to fast. No. The problem was not with God to deliver that child. was with the disciples. And Jesus said, you, have, you are perverse. You are unbeliever. If you fast, if you change yourself, God will listen to you. This is the point. This is the point of this teaching that I am giving to you today. The problem is not with God. Because some people say, God is not giving me. I will fast. I will fast and God will give me. No, you are so silly. Sorry. The problem is your sins. The problem is with me. And then Jesus said, you are faithless. You have some perversion in your life. If you pray and fast, fast is going to transform you. And as you are transformed, you are going to experience the supernatural of God. And, and God is calling us to offer as our body as a living sacrifice. Amen? God is calling you. And I want you to finish with that passage. But I'm not going to read the book of Exodus. That shows us what happened. In the spiritual world, when we obey physically. Because many people say, Pastor, I live by faith. I don't need to do anything. This is, what, this is not what I read in my Bible. We have many things to do, according to the Bible. Yes, we have many things. And if you look in the book of Exodus, chapter 17, there is a tremendous story about prayer Fasting and the spiritual world. And this is the story of Moses, Joshua, and the children of Israel fighting against the Amalekites. In that uh, event, God said to Moses, Moses, go up to the mountain and stretch your hands. Put your hands up. 
And then he said, Joshua, go to the bio, bio, battlefield to fight. And then what happened? Moses obeyed. And he, he went to the mountain. And he was there. I'm going to just read one verse to finish. Verse 11. Exodus 17, verse 11. Exodus 17, verse 11. That says, So it was, when Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Pay attention. When Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And when he let down, Amalek prevailed. As long as Moses held up his hand, as Jesus, as God said for him to do, Israel was prevailing in the battle. As soon as Moses was there, but the battle lasted for the whole day. And Moses got tired. And then his hand started coming down. And what happened there? The Amalekites started winning. And then he had some help of Hur, his brother. He said, help me. And then he started helping him. And then as he, as he this is the point. As he obeyed physically, physically, this is physically, as he obeyed physically the Lord, the Lord sent angels to fight the battle. And they overcome that battle. As soon as they were faithful to the Lord. And this is the point. Your physical act of obedience will bring the favor of God of your life. Yes. But nowadays, many people say, no, pastor, I don't need to, to yes. suffer. Oh, no, no, no. I have, I, I, when I fast, I have a oh, very strong headache. Oh, it's so terrible. I can't do that. I can't. No, I have it. Oh, I know. I'm not talking about a pregnant woman. I'm not talking about some, some people, they have blood problems. Some people, they cannot stay long time without food. But you can fast on other things. I know. You can stop drinking something that you are not going to die. Amen? Amen? You can do your fasting. And when you are fasting, please get out of internet, Facebook, Instagram, Amen. watching videos. If you are fasting, you need, to tie, you need to have time with God. Yes. And all the time that you have free, you are going to use to seek the Lord. Amen? Amen? Let's stand up. I am in the middle of my preaching. <laughs> but I'm going to stop. Okay? <laughs> Physical obedience is very important. Look at me, please. The servant didn't, didn't finish yet. It's not over. I just said, stand up. <laughs> now we're going to 
we need to pray for you. Where are you challenged by, by this word? Yeah? Where are you challenged? I know you are very challenged. But what is your answer now to the Lord? As long as he was in physical obedience, he was winning the battle in the unseen world. When you pray, when you fast, when you give up, when you give up things that you really love, the Lord will move in your life. The Lord will release His power. The Lord will release His angels. But there is some physical obedience. Please close your eyes right now. The Bible says, You will seek me. And you will find me. When you seek me, with all your heart. I know you have a thirsty heart. And the Lord said, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. And the God, God is calling you. Stop you, what you are doing. Stop internet. Stop vi watching video. Go to his presence. How is your thirsty for God. How is your hunger for God? Because fasting is hungering for God. Fasting is one attitude that you are hungry for God. You are going to say food, you can wait. Stomach, you can wait. Because I am hungry for God. I want more of God. Please, pray right now. Start talking to God. Say, Lord, I want to be hungry for you. I want to be thirsty for you. Say, I have many battles to win. I want to give myself to you. Maybe today is a day that you have to, to give yourself to God again. You need to reconnect to God today. Maybe your spiritual life is not okay. But you need to go and say, Lord, I am... I'm going to fast because I'm hungry for you, Lord. Hunger for God changes our attitudes and open up our eyes to bigger things. Father, I do pray for all my brothers and sisters, Lord. I pray for all of them that received your word. Lord, we love you. Jesus, I thank you because you died at the cross to save me, to transform my life. And Lord, I do pray for all my brothers and sisters here today. Forgive their sins, Lord. What they have done, their addictions, Lord. Help them to overcome, Lord. Touch their hearts, their lives. Lord, help them, Lord, to have... To make this effort, this sacrifice, Lord, for you. As you have said for us to offer our body as a living sacrifice. Lord, we are going to keep fasting. Lord, the food can wait. 
Lord, but I want more of you. I want more of your presence. Lord, I am thirsty for you. I am hungry for you. I want more of you. Lord, won't you see, Lord, your kingdom coming? Many people being saved, transformed. Won't you see revival in this town? Revival in this nation? And this is why we are fasting and praying for in these 21 days. And Lord, I declare, Lord, everyone here in this place, we are going to fast. Amen. We are going to seek your face. Yes. We are going to give ourselves to you. We are going to humble ourselves in fasting, Lord. And you are going to listen to us. And you are going to send angels to fight our battles, Lord. In Jesus' name, raise up your hands to the Lord. And pray and say, Lord, I thank you for this time. I thank you for the word that I received. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I want to serve you faithfully. Help me to fast. In these 21 days, I declare, I will see miracles. I will, see, I will have your favor. In Jesus' name I pray. And I thank you for this time. Amen and amen. Glory to the Lord. May the Lord bless you, keep you, and see you next week. God has a, a, a beautiful and powerful word for you next week. Amen? God bless you. In Jesus' name.